Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we hope that this can bless you, encourage you, sustain you, lift you throughout your life journey, even into eternity. There's a word for us today that can help us as we navigate through this life journey. And as we go through this life journey, we need to know who the enemy really is. Um, so many things are going on in our world, um, violence, um, hatred, bigotry, and all these things that are happening that we seem like we don't have any control over. And it's destroying the lives of the people. There's some things in your personal life that have attacked you and put you on the run. Trying to pull you down. Taking away your joy. Taking away your peace. And have taken away your love and your hope. But we have to remember, like Ephesians 6 chapter says... We wrestle not against flesh and bone, but we wrestle with principalities and rulers of darkness. And in Revelation, the 12th chapter, starting with the 7th verse through the 10th verse, we get introduced to the evil one. And God gives him six characteristics of who he really is. Some call him Satan. Some call him the devil. Some call him um, the evil one, the deceiver, that great dragon, the serpent. But in Revelation, the 12th chapter, 7 verse, the Bible tells us, and there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought and his angels. And prevail not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. In verse 9, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. In that passage of scripture, these are the same words that Jesus said in the gospel when he sent his disciples out two by two. He sent those 72 disciples out and when he returned, he said, you haven't seen nothing. I saw Satan get cast out of heaven and his tail grabbed one third of the angelic host. In this passage of scripture in Revelation 12, starting with the seventh verse, we see that there was a war in heaven and Michael, the archangel, fought with Lucifer and his angels. 
Lucifer angels, they are now demons now, and they have been cast down to earth. And they are always attacking us. They are always provoking us. They know the favor that we have with God, and they don't want God to love us. So they try everything they can to tear us away from the love of Jesus Christ. They try day and night to pull us into some sin, to pull us into a fleshly desire, to pull us into some addiction, to make us say things that's not befitting of God, to hate someone, to um, put stumbling blocks in somebody else's life. And in Revelation, the 12th chapter 7 verse, it tells us that Michael fought with those angels, Lucifer, and the ones that will be cast down as demonic spirits. And he won in heaven. That's why we have a victory right now. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, he gave us victory over all demonic and all spiritual forces. And they prevailed not in heaven, and neither was a place found for them anymore, according to verse 8, in heaven. So they are here on earth trying to rule and destroy God's paradise, God's creation. And the angel was cast out, verse 9, and then we see six characteristics of Satan. You need to know the enemy before you go off into battle. Before you go to war, you need to know what the enemy working with, who is the enemy, and where the enemy comes from. And then you can get a gain on where they're trying to go and their agenda. In verse number 9 of Revelation 12 chapter, it says that great dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. See, the first definition of Satan is that great dragon. That great dragon that was kicked out of heaven, that's the political arena and the government forces now here on earth, nations fighting against each other. That's that great dragon raging, rulers of darkness, agendas that we have to follow, that have come now accustomed to us, that we have to bow down to. Remember the story about the three Hebrew boys who um, found themselves having to pray and going to the fiery furnace into the lion's den because they kept the faith and the leadership of the nation was trying to hinder them. It was the forces of the powerful government. Satan has his hand on some things, y'all. And he doesn't want you to prevail. Uh, and he, he wants you to struggle and have some problems in your life. That's that great system that Satan has set up all the way from the time of Egypt and Babylon and all those great nations that push their agenda on the people to do devilish things. So the first thing that the devil is, he's a great dragon that's raging around this world trying to force people to do his will. The next definition in that verse number 9 in Revelation 12, it says, that old serpent, in Genesis the third chapter, first verse, we see that old serpent 
in the Garden of Eden. He's trying to tell Eve that God didn't tell her that she would didn't have to eat of the fruit. He just don't, doesn't want you to be like him, knowing the difference between good and evil. But go ahead and eat. That old serpent is still working the same tricks that he did back then. That's what the devil does. He wants you to believe that you can be more than what God wanted you to be. All you have to do is just tie forces with him and he will take you places and be more like God. The third definition that's found in Revelation 12 chapter that defines Satan is that he's the devil. In 1 John 3rd chapter 8 verse, it says, The one who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. Jesus says this, and he says the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. The reason why Jesus came was to destroy what the devil has set up here on earth. His manipulation and his power over us that he gained in the Garden of Eden. Jesus came to set us free and to bring us out of Egypt and bring us to the, to the promised land. And then the fourth definition found in Revelation 12 and 9 of the devil is that of Satan. The name Satan means the prince of evil. Uh, he, he's in charge of all demonic forces. He wants to be like God, so he set up a kingdom of evilness to mimic the kingdom of holiness. And in 2 Corinthians 11, chapter, third verse, he says, But I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. So Satan has been there from the beginning in the Garden of Eden, trying to destroy us and trying to keep us from doing God's will. So he's the head of all evil. Satan means to be the prince of evil. Then the next definition that the Bible gives us in Revelation of Satan, his characteristic, is as a deceiver. He's always deceiving people. In that ninth verse of Revelation 12 chapter, we see that Satan hasn't changed. He's a deceiver of all people. Genesis 3rd chapter 4 verse, he told Eve, you shall not surely die. God had told him you can eat of any fruit in the garden. But if you touch this one, you surely begin to die. And so the devil took the words of God and twisted it and deceived Eve into partaking of their fruit. And she gave it to her husband. The devil is doing the same thing today. He's deceiving us, making things look good, making things look better for us. It looks like if we do this, we'll come out on top. It looks like if we just don't do what God says and do it our own way. Listen to our own minds and don't trust in God and lean to our own understanding. The devil is always deceiving us and we wonder why we can't get ahead. We wonder what's going on in our life. The devil is deceiving us to following 
him and making bad decisions. The next characteristic is found in Revelation 12 and 10. And it said, I heard a great loud voice saying in heaven, now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser. Let me say that again. The accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. That's the sixth definition characteristic of Satan. Accuses us. He's an accuser from the beginning. Uh, we, we look at the story of Job. He's accusing Job in front of God, um, saying, let, let me try him. He, he is surely um, turn his back on you, God, if you just let me get get a hold to him and lift the heads around him. I'll show you how much he loves you. He's accusing us right now in front of God, saying, look at her, look at him. You love them, but you should not love them because look what they're doing, how they're living, how they disrespect you, how they don't worship you, how they don't serve you, how they don't give to you. Let me have them. He's always accusing the brethren of something in the eyes of God. And in Zechariah 3 and 1 and 2, it says, Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right side to accuse him. And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this man a burning stick snitch with the fire? So he was accusing us then. But I'm here today to tell you that you have salvation and is all in Jesus Christ. The devil may be accusing you, trying to deceive you, may want you to know that he's the prince of evil. He's a great dragon trying to force. He's an old serpent that has been around a long time. And he's a devil an evil aspect all the way around. But you don't have to tie forces with him. You can shake the devil off. If you believe that, I want you to say a prayer with me today and give your life to Christ. The Bible said, compel man to come. And right now we're going to say a prayer. And whatever the devil is trying to plan in your life and do in your life, it shall not take root in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Gracious God, I believe that Jesus is your son. I repent of my sins, the ones I did knowing as well as unknowing. Wash me, cleanse me, create in me a clean heart, and renew a right spirit within me. I believe that you gave the Lord's Supper, the next day went to the cross of Calvary, was placed in a borrowed tomb after your death, but early that Sunday morning, got up with all power in your hand, I believe. I thank you. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. We love you at Neely. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube under Neely Church Ministries. Be blessed. Stay encouraged. Keep a smile on your face for that smile is blessing somebody along the way.